Support for this podcast comes from the Florida Atlantic University College of Business, home to over 8,000 students, seven departments, six centers, and an impressive offering of interdisciplinary and professional development programs taught by the college's world-class faculty. Learn more at business.fau.edu. Welcome to What's Happening at FAU Business. I'm Kelly McCormick, and I work in the Dean's Office at the College of Business, where I focus on engagement for alumni. Here's where I talk to College of Business alumni about common challenges faced by young professionals. Together with my guest, we will discuss what they've seen in the workplace, how they've overcome obstacles, and provide tips for success. For more on College of Business alumni, please visit business.fau.edu alumni. Today, I'm speaking with Alan Forbes, class of 2013. Alan is a corporate recruiter for MSI Recruiting, an executive search firm. He majored in marketing and was an accomplished student athlete on the men's swimming and diving team. Alan now serves on the Dean's Junior Advisory Board. Okay, enjoy our interview with Alan. Alan, thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your experience at FAU as a student? My experience was amazing. You know, FAU has been over the past, I would say, six years growing, and I've been able to be a part of that, which is amazing to see. Most folks don't even have the opportunity to see buildings, let alone a stadium, go up. And uh, the College of Business has just grown tremendously over the years. Um, I loved every bit of it, and I would go back if I could. And what year did you graduate? I graduated in 2013. Nice. And why don't you tell us a little bit about your role at MSI Recruiting? So I guess we can start with what MSI Recruiting is, because I, I, I know a lot of students or folks listening probably don't know. So we are a boutique executive search firm that has been around in South Florida since 1998. So we do staffing for all corporate back office level positions. So really anything from that C-level executive down to the receptionist. So marketing, IT, finance, HR, anything that really makes that corporate back office wheel turn, that's what we staff for. And so what my role is, is over the course of I've been with the firm for five years. Now I am a senior recruiter. Nice. We like that senior in front of your title. No, we definitely do. Now, again, with that comes a lot of responsibilities, though. Of course. So one of the reasons why I've pushed to, to come on the show with alumni, aside from the opportunity to brag about how great you all are, is to provide um, a useful conversation for some of the most common things that happen in the first few years of a professional career. So one of the things that might be included in that is meeting and talking to a recruiter like you. For you, Alan, can you elaborate on how you get connected with potential candidates? Sure. So in recruiting, we have a lot of tools to what you would call pinpoint recruit. So what that means is a lot of our clients reach out to us because they don't necessarily have the need, the, the means to source candidates or they don't necessarily know where to look. Um, again, now when I'm saying pinpoint recruiting, I'm think I'm explaining that we are qualifying candidates for the need that our client specifically has open. And so we have the general job boards, the back end, so I can see any resume on, whether it's Monster, Indeed, whatever platform you usually use. But I would say word of mouth is really the best way, or networking for another term, um, is the best way to find the best candidates, just because some folks are either not working and they're looking for a new opportunity, or folks don't necessarily like their job and they want to pivot into something else, but they just don't know where to look themselves. So reaching out to a recruiter is a good avenue and resource, especially since it's free for a candidate to find that next best job that they're looking for. Yeah. So do you ever initiate conversations with individuals? 
all the time. Um, I always have my head on a swivel just because a good candidate is always hard to find. And if I uh, do engage with somebody that isn't actively looking what I would call a recruited candidate or a passive candidate, that tends to be usually the best candidate because they don't necessarily know what's better out there for them. Oh, okay. And what what for you makes somebody stand out in terms of when you're trying to fill a role? Um, well, it all depends on the levels. Um, just yeah. because we really cover the whole corporate back office, I would say tenure is always good. Um, involvement in different groups, clubs, showing that the leadership skills there, as well as even just the bullet points on the resume of what somebody puts and describes as their job. That's really half the battle is how can you describe what you do on a day-to-day basis? Yeah. So when you say tenure, do you mean spending you know, multiple years? What, how, do you, how do you evaluate that? Yeah, I, I would say sticking with a job for an extended period of time is always a good thing and a little bit more attractive than somebody that is what you would call job hoppy. Now, again, Mm -hmm. that's not always a a bad thing, but at first glance, compared to somebody that does have a lot more tenure at one place, they're going to look a little bit more attractive than somebody that did jump from job to job to job. Sure, sure. Once you have connected with a potential candidate, what happens next? What's the process like? So the process is really evaluating what their need is versus what I do have. Um, Mm -hmm. Because again, not every, you don't want to put a a square peg in a, a round hole. Um, So you want to understand what the motivation is of the candidate and what they're looking for so that you can find that right fit as opposed to just a job because then we're going to be back having this conversation six months down the road. Yeah. When it comes to interviewing, do you think you can be too eager in an interview? Oh, definitely. And it easily comes across. Yep. Um, I would say you want to understand who the company is as well as what you can bring to the table just because though you might have the skill set, Every job might be shifting or the company might be in a different place in regards to, yes, you can do the job, but is it going to be something that can sustain what your needs are down the road? What are some of your favorite interview questions to ask a candidate? Um, my The first one, actually, that I always ask every candidate is, what is their main motivation for looking for a new job? Mm-hmm. Because that's really the top level of understanding what their needs are, what they're looking for. And then you can base every other question off of that to determine what they really mean. Because I get things such as, I want that work-life balance. Everybody wants work-life balance. Nobody wants to work day in and day out. But what does that mean to you? Because to me, work-life balance might be having the flexibility to work from home, might not want to have that, or wanting to not take work home with you. See how that's a different avenue that somebody could mean when they say work-life balance. So understanding what that means is really the the major piece that I always like to ask. Okay, so they really need to define what it is they want. Correct. Yeah. So I know you attend a lot of networking events. I see you at some of them here in Boca. Why do you go to these and what are some of your best tips for networking? Well, I go to them just because that's how I found my job here at MSI. I I think that networking makes the business world go around. And again, it's never changed over the course of the years about it's all about who you know, not what you know. Um, So that is a good way and element to use to get somebody out of the the stuffiness of an office, call it, and they're a little bit more relaxed. You can get that engagement. You can have a, a deeper conversation with somebody in person, see their body language, understand what their needs are, and they're going to be a little bit more receptive at a networking event as opposed to if you were to call in to their office. When I first started networking, I remember not knowing what to say to start a conversation. Do you have any good icebreakers that you use? I always ask somebody 
couple questions. One would be, what brings you out to this networking event? What's your main motives? Yeah, I um, always like that one. Depending on the, the type of networking event, I like to do a little bit of research so I can go in there with an angle. Mm-hmm. Um, asking what a good client is for them, if that's what they're looking for. Yeah. Just so that I, if I have an avenue or somebody that I can refer them, I'm bringing value to that person and then in hopes that they at some point will reciprocate. Um, or even just asking flat out, what do you do for a living? Everybody loves to talk about themselves. So it's all about just engagement, getting somebody talking. Um, I've been to a lot of networking events and a lot of them are usually at night or drinking affairs. So you can always ask about, you know, what's good to drink at this place or what's good to eat here. Even just small talk usually does help break the ice. Yeah, I agree with you. I do really like trying to find out what it is they need. It, it, it helps really build a conversation and the trust between you two. Completely agree. So let me ask you, after a networking event, what are the best ways for that you find to connect with people or, you know, what do you expect other people to do to stay connected to you? I'm glad you asked that question. That's actually the most important piece is what you want to do, especially if you're a job seeker, is ask, definitely ask for a card or ask how you can stay connected um, even just ask, recommending different things or asking what their recommendations are. And then what I would also do is connect with them on LinkedIn. That is a platform that a lot of business folks do use on a day-to-day basis. And it's another way so you don't have to hold on to a business card and keep a stack uh, on your desk or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. You already yeah. have their contact info online. And that's really what that platform's used for. And uh, that'll help you down the road and follow up definitely does uh, help get that next job. Do you share anything on LinkedIn? Well, I share a lot of things, um, specifically a lot of things pertaining to the job market. Uh, I'm an expert in the South Florida area here, so I do anything in regards to different positions that are actively open, a lot of trends that I do see, just anything pertaining to looking for a job, hiring, whatever it may be. Well, Alan, I want to thank you so much for coming in and talking to us. And is there anything that you would like to plug? Well, I mean, again, if anybody is looking for uh, a job, feel free to seek us out at msrrecruiting.com. Again, like I mentioned, we staff all corporate back office level positions, so um, we could probably help you out or point you in the right direction. Great. Well, thanks again for being here. Thank you. What's Happening at FAU Business is part of the FAU College of Business podcast network. Learn more at business.fau.edu slash podcasts.